Hello, be the church, and welcome to another But God weekday morning devotional. We are looking at Psalm chapter 23, verses 1 through 6. The Lord is my shepherd. I will not be in need. He lets me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in the paths of righteousness for the sake of his name. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You have anointed my head with oil. My cup overflows. Certainly goodness and faithfulness will follow me all the days of my life, and my dwelling will be in the house of the Lord forever. Psalm 23 is one of the most quoted chapters in all the Bible. It is so filled with thankfulness and praise, even though those exact words did not appear. Give credit to God as the good shepherd whose rod and staff give comfort. The juxtaposition of a rod and staff being a comfort to us is amazing. Both are tools that shepherds use to correct course and to discipline the herd. We must be thankful and take comfort in the fact that God gives us correction and discipline. Walking through the valley of the shadow of death, God calls us to be uncomfortable, yet not to worry. Jesus says in Matthew 6, verse 31 through 33, Do not worry then, saying, What are we to eat? Or what are we to drink? Or what are we to wear for clothing? For the Gentiles eagerly seek all these things. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be provided to you. The focus should be on being thankful for what we have, which is eternal life through Christ's saving grace. God provides a banquet table so great and amazing, even in the midst of our enemies. Of course the physical enemies, but also the mental ones such as fear and doubt and despair. We need to look back at the men and women who thanked God for the bounty of blessings in the midst of physical and mental enemies. William Bradford, the leader of the Plymouth Colony, had a plentiful harvest and he wanted to share it with his physical enemy, the natives, and thus grew the legend of the first Thanksgiving of this country. Then George Washington, after the Congress finally signed off on the Constitution in 1789, asked for a day of Thanksgiving and prayer. To think our country continued to thrive and grow for 13 years through a five-year war for independence and eight years without a constitution to govern the new country is a miracle in and of itself. Certainly Washington recognized that miracle when he asked for a day of prayer and thanksgiving to God. Then there is Sarah J. Hale, who like the widow petitioning the judge in the parable that Jesus told, she too petitioned five presidents from Taylor to Lincoln to get a national day of thanksgiving and prayer. Finally, Lincoln acquiesced to her request in 1863. I would encourage all of you to read Lincoln's Thanksgiving Proclamation, an executive order, which I know this might be hard to believe, but not all executive orders are bad. This was an executive order proclaiming the last Thursday of November to be a national day of thanksgiving and prayer. The year was 1863. In my humble opinion, 1863 was the worst year in our country's great history. Lincoln faced political backlash for the Emancipation Proclamation that was released at the beginning of the year. Military matters were not good, even though the Union won at Vicksburg in the West and won at Gettysburg in the East, 
death tolls continued to mount. The Union cities of Philadelphia, New York, and Boston all had draft riots the summer of 1863. And personally for Lincoln, he had just lost his second son to sickness the year before. Yet the whole of the Thanksgiving proclamation is filled with gratitude to God for his amazing gifts and favor. He asks the country to pray for forgiveness for the sin of slavery and healing and reconciliation for the Civil War. We are now 160 years later, and our thankfulness and supplication prayers remain the same. Let us continue to pray for forgiveness, reconciliation, and revival for ourselves and for this nation. Lord, we are so thankful to you and for your great gifts. Most of all, we thank you for eternal life with you. We pray for healing for this country. Help us to love you and to encourage peace and healing. We pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Shalom, blessings, and press in and press on.